This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Get out of town. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. We are at Liveberg Studios. Our producer Ben Stonium is here. We've got a big show today. Very, very big show. Uh, first, we've got a new name that we're going to roll out in a little bit. Finally. And also, a huge, huge get. We have an interview with Steelers Offensive Coordinator, the one and only Matt Canada. The OC. The OC. <laughs> I believe he was in the OC. What's the, What was the song from the OC? I don't remember. California. Yeah, right? Phantom Planet. It is election day, John. Yes, it is. A very important day. It um, is. For all Americans. It's an important day to let people know. Let your social circle know and let, uh, you know, your countrymen know that you care, that you have values mm-hmm. and you have... Um, you know, morals and beliefs that you personally want to be upheld, and that's why you vote for those who represent that. Also, it is the day to get 20 corny likes on social media mm. for simply having a sticker. Gotta have it. Very big day for that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, it felt good to get out there and vote. Yeah, I noticed that you're not wearing a sticker. Um, yeah, actually, this year, it's kind of just a impulse thing. I voted. Gentleman was passing them out. I'm, I'm good. I, I passed on the sticker this year. Let's play a game called Did John Vote? I did vote. I just didn't want the sticker. I don't need a sticker. Like, it's okay. It's going to go through the wash. It's okay if you didn't vote. I voted. I also checked your social media. You didn't post that you voted. I didn't I didn't want to do that. I didn't feel the huh. How did you get two? Cuz I just asked the nice man at the place. I do want to mention John, uh anytime the election season rolls around in any form, midterms, whatever slap local elections are happening. My buddy Tom uh we were both living in Imperial at the time and uh he like walks into the polls and he goes through the ballot, and then there's there's one office that is uh, it has no candidate, mm-hmm. and it's inspector of elections. And Tom's like, no candidate. He's like 24 at the time, like just out of college, you know. And he's like, I'm just gonna put my name in there. Mm. So he's walking out of the booth, and he like is walking past the line, and he sees his dad, and he's like, Hey, dad, I put my name down for inspector of elections. Like, put me down for that. And his dad's like, yeah, sure. So, <laughs> like a month later, uh, Tom gets this letter in the mail that's like, 
congratulations, you've been voted like by your peers as the inspector oh, of elections. No. And he's like, hey, cool, I'm an elected official. Can they tell you how many votes you got? And it said he got two votes. Wow, that's all you need. Right, because he was able to beat out all the other idiots that put their name and yeah. didn't have uh, a second. He lobbied his father in the <laughs> lobby. Exactly. Of the voting place. So... That was, like, a very cool and, like, novel, fun bar story uh, until it came around next year when he had to be the inspector of elections. Which sounds worse than jury duty. (laughs) 6 a.m. to 9 p.m., and it's just him managing, like, the... elderly poll workers which oh, thank you for volunteering yeah. if you're a poll worker that's awesome yes but the uh just the different perspective in terms of that's a tough job <laughs> so he's 24 and he's like um okay i guess we'll have like the line form over here and they're like well that's not the way we've been doing it yeah i've been working here for 35 years and but the way we, we could do it however you want to do it exactly inspector. Dude. exactly no well good for him for like showing up i probably would have welched on that and been like oh did i did i sign up i guess there's right. no way you really can do I, that well, and then are you like a uh what does that go on your right re- like what if you know show you get inspector of elections you yeah. like no show what can happen? That's you not you get court-martialed. Yeah. Jailed. You wow. Get, there's a blue light. You get beaten and jailed. If yeah. you. <laughs> well, <laughs> Inspector, thank you for doing your duty all those years ago, if, mm-hmm. he's, if he's listening. And uh, hopefully you learned a valuable lesson about popping off at the mouth yeah. at, at the local polling station. Never do it. Yeah. Never do it. We teased it earlier, John, and we're going to tease it yet again, but we've got Matt Canada coming on the program a little bit later. Matt Canane. Canane? That would be like, yeah, that's a cool thing that he's he's known by many of his players yeah. as, and he, it's like a term of endearment. Like, right. He definitely has like some uh, some of his like avatars. Um, oh, yeah. Are Matt Canane. Right. Cool guy. I'm excited to talk with him. Yeah, I'm pumped for this too, and it's it's important. We want perspectives on this show. The ones that we agree with and the high-profile guests, everyone else, no. Yeah. But those perspectives. It's important to have the right perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning it's the one true perspective. It's It's, really the one that you want mm -hmm. and And not not other perspectives. Right. But within that realm of the one specific finite focal perspective, that's what we want what it's all about and a lot of it that's why we're here so we've got him coming on so stick around for that we want to get to some hotline stuff here john uh again the hotline 412 dutos 5 use the keypad dial with your toes dial with your toes (laughs) bonus points yeah we had carmine our dear friend carmine call in again and ask us how we uh, what we do to defeat the bye week blues. Hey guys, it's Carmine again. Um, as everyone in Pennsylvania, aside from Mehmet Oz, knows bye week, which means I got a case of the bye week blues. You know, can't watch my fillers, having trouble watching other teams, and just knowing that they're so much better than us. So I got to ask you guys, how do you deal with the bye week blues? Mm. Not only the bye week blues, but the seasonal depression, clocks changing, and the bye week blues. 
landing on the same day when you're two and six, a lot to handle. How did you handle it? Well, okay. Two and six. Penguins, at the time of recording, have lost seven straight. And the real cherry on top of this nut kick Sunday is I got an email from the Pirates <laughs> that said, Bucko Flex packages no. are now available. <laughs> F*** off. When that came through in my inbox, like I was like running around at work or something, and I'm like, oh, you know, you get that little dopamine. You're like, an email. I wonder if it's from a friend. What is wrong with that? I wonder if I've won some sort of contest, or maybe someone from my past wants to tell me I was right about something 15 years ago. And then to open it and for it to be from the Pirates asking me to buy a flex package with the flexing arm emoji in the subject line oh. ruined my day. Why the flex? What's the flex? It's like you it's like a partial season ticket package and you can like pick like pick 10 games and you can go to the mall. The mall. You can go to them all. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I feel like the parts would be like, and go to Monroeville Mall. <laughs> also, we'll pick you up in a shuttle. We're partnering at with the four Monroeville. in the afternoon. <laughs> we'll have water uh, and some chips, and we'll go to Monroeville Mall. We'll go to Lids, mm-hmm. get some hats, get a and, hat, and then we'll go to the we'll go to PNC Park, and you can meet Garrett Jones. Yep, you, and that's Ooh, like Garrett Jones. Ladies love GJ. Dude. Ladies love cool Garrett. I don't think there's ever been a more polarizing, like, your mom, your girlfriend, random chicks, love. Nothing nothing polarizing about him. Not just them. He's a handsome man. Good looking guy. Has the, he always had, like, the perfect five o'clock shadow. He hit a couple into the river, and so, like, he, you know, he was effective. It wasn't just that he was, uh, an attractive man. Yeah, he could hit the long ball. He could hit the long ball, which chicks dig. Uh, and I think maybe, there's a 30 for 30 in here somewhere. Did Garrett Jones surpass for like two or three years Latang as the hall pass for Pittsburgh women I think, in relationships? I think he's definitely in the Hall of Fame for that. And I think it's, you know, Latang's. He's steady, right? He's been around a long time, mm-hmm. you know. And and the way and he's aged very gracefully. Right? I think there's different versions of of Latang that women maybe prefer. Also, we'd love to get some women callers <laughs> on here. Uh, Who was hotter? Hottest, hottest Pittsburgh sports figure. We want to know. We are eligible candidates for this, by the way, since we are in the atmosphere. So if you want to say something about me or, or my dashing co-host that's cool um but yeah we'll have to ask my canada this yeah we have him on yeah because it's really i mean yeah okay you know what there's let's let's we'll do the pitch with the spn eventually okay to what get that I off the ground right garrett jones <laughs> if i told you chris letang wasn't the hottest guy for two years letang wasn't the hottest guy in pittsburgh yeah it was this man all right um so I guess, you know, for the bye week, man, it, it was a welcome respite to, you know, to not have to scramble to get everything done Sunday and, like, mm-hmm. watch a frustrated 1 o'clock game and rage drink seven beers uh, at the, you know, starting in the second half. 
Yeah, I think with it being a longer day, I'm very, maybe I read too much into it, but I'm very affected when the clocks change. It's not always bad, but I'm just affected, right? Like I feel it. And like a longer day where you lose, where like the day is 25 hours and you lost, I don't know that I can handle that or I could have handled that. So I'm glad that mercifully there was no game this weekend. You know, it's like you lost, it's four o'clock, but it feels like three o'clock or four, five. What? (laughs) And I should be in bed. Yeah. All right. Well, we got another call. This one is from Bill. Bill calling us in Indiana Township. Hey, Tad and John. Uh, This is Bill P. in Indiana Township. First time, long time. He's not a drill. Anyways, I heard my good friend Carmine calling last week about feeling helpless because of the black and gold. Since James are like Dr. Melfi and I listening to people's problems, I want to tell you about my bipolar disorder. Can't decide if I want the Steelers to lose or win every week. He sucks so bad that tanking probably makes the most sense. But every loss drives me closer and closer to making a Kano Gates building look like Hines and that Batman movie. Anyways, happy bye week. For 14 days, we're spared from the inescapable suffering engendered by this great brotherhood. See ya. I want to start by saying that uh, John and myself are not licensed therapists. However, <laughs> we're very good about talking about our feelings. Mm. No. We're very empathetic. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the the domestic terror thing that was part of that call, notwithstanding. Um, yeah, I think that that is something a lot of uh, a lot of us are are feeling now. I have a a dude uh, who works the front desk at the gym that I go to, and he's like that. They get the first round pick, Will Anderson Jr., linebacker. He's so good, but that's like where people are. They're already like on the mock drafts. I don't like that. I don't like it either. I've never liked that. But there is something like seducing about it. You're like, yeah, what if they got Broderick? J- what if they got this tackle from Georgia? Whoa. It's so far away. It's such I a agree. long time from now. I've never been able to live my life with that kind of like foresight. Had I been able to do that, <laughs> I think lots of other things would be different, but I want to win now. I want to be impulsive, and I don't want to delay what I feel I deserve, which is a team that gets out there and smashes dick mm-hmm. and brandishes every full, fullest bush that they can. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have a smash dick full bush moment of the bye week? <laughs> Smash dick full bush moment of the bye week. Like just in your life? Anything that you feel like you did? Yeah. On? Yeah, I've got one. What is it? Smash dick full bush. Somebody took up two spaces on my block and I put a note on their oh. windshield. Hell yeah. What did it say? Hey, in the future, could you move up or back? You're taking up two spaces. Thanks. Okay. And then you know what I did? What? About three hours later, I went outside, and I noticed that uh, someone was able to park in front of them. Mm. And I was like, I'll just take this note down. I can't have this. Oh, you had the smash dick full bush moment, and then you... I robbed myself of it. Yeah, you took it away. Smash dick full bush. 
If you actually deserve a Smash Dick Full Bush t-shirt, unlike myself, Pittsburgh Clothing Company has them on their website. We love their work. We love what they do. And we love the design that they came up with for this ridiculous thing Mm -hmm. that we're going to keep going forever. Check it out. PGHclothing.com slash SDFB. You know, Tad, you mentioned leaving a note on someone's car. I just wanted to mention real quick a little story that I saw. Uh, People who live in Shadyside uh, reported that their tires are being deflated uh, with lentil beans. Mm-hmm. And that whoever is responsible is also leaving messages on their cars. Um, message one that that they found says, "Quote, dear Jagoff, <laughs> this vehicle is too big for city streets. You're going to run over a kid. For everybody's safety, one or more of your tires might be deflated." Okay, I saw this. I saw the article. On, I, I watched the news story related mm. to this, mm-hmm. which, by the way, the reporter in the news story read the note and starts with, Dear Jagoff. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so good. I don't think legally we can play it, but it is amazing. Um, the other, So the other thing that they reveal in the news story is it's very likely, based on this like ring doorbell camera footage, it's very likely two people. So imagine being so in such like a headspace where you're like, you know what? I'm sick of these big vehicles driving around the city. Mm. And then you cook up this thing and you print these notes were printed. You print up these notes and like cut them into strips and then go around with lentil beans at night. The lentil the, the lentil bean is what's getting me. I'm like I'm why is I'm that? I don't know. It's like I like lentils, you know. Okay. Um in like a soup, this is like that time of year. Use them for the for the purposes that they were intended for, right? Those are meant to be eaten. Don't be deflating people's tires with a nutrient rich legume. <laughs> it's interesting. Tell you what, I mean, shady side. Let's just say it. Not exactly the toughest neighborhood in Pittsburgh. I thought you were gonna just say <laughs> shady side. <laughs> That's where I thought you were headed. Though. Um. Well, we can add that in there, but I'm just going to say I wouldn't do that in Brookline. Uh, I wouldn't do it in, in Carrick or yeah. a lot of places. I wouldn't do that in Greenfield. Um, you, you, I mean, careful out there. If you get pinched doing that, if you get caught lentil, by, lentil in hand, lentil in hand, you got a little, you got, you're holding all the notes. Mm-hmm. You could be in for a bad time. All right, John, we've let, we've let the audience dangle and build suspense long enough. It's a big get. Here it is. Steelers offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. Matt, do we have you? That's minister of offense to you, buddy. Uh, sorry. Right. Minister of offense, uh, Matt Canada. Mr. Canada, it's it's been tough sledding for the Steelers offense. What's your point, guy? Well, just, just that there haven't been a lot of points scored. So... What's going to be different this second half of the season? All we have to do is stick to the plan with my proven play-calling formula. Run, run, pass, punt. That's not... All right. uh, Then, once we're down by two scores, bam! We run, pass, run, punt. Don't love that. It keeps the defense off balance. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. Minister Canada, how is the departure of 
I think we can all agree, talented wide receiver Chase Claypool. Uh, how is his departure going to affect the Steelers' offense? <sighs> if it's all right with you, I'd like to have a moment of silence for my fallen countrymen. Of course, yeah. Fallen? Gross. <laughs> that is unnecessary. Why? Matt, would you say the offense has improved under Kenny Pickett? I don't know. Would your face improve if I quaffed it? Oh. Come on. What? The numbers don't lie, boys. Through the air as a rookie. Big Ben averaged 171 meters. We're, we're doing the metric system? You know how many passing meters Kenny Pickett is averaging? No. <laughs> how many? 176, which is five more meters. That is five more. That's more. I guess the offense has improved. I hadn't really thought of it that way. Minister Canada, is there anything else you'd like to say before we let you go? Listen, boys. I know some Stella fans are disappointed. I know what that's a boot. This is a period of transition. We're a young team. They're growing and getting better. And I know I can grow and get better, too. You know, it's important to keep that in mind. We get so fixated on wins yeah. and losses. Oh, come on. <laughs> Why? Oh. How can he do it on command like that? Disgusting. All right, there he was, Matt Canada, Steelers Minister of Offense. I'm, I'm left with more questions than before. Uh, he's a complex man. Yeah. Well, the bye week is over, and now bye, bye week. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> On to the Saints, John. We got a call from Arnold Slick. Here he is to sort of set up the matchup. Hey, this is Arnold Slick from Turtle Crick. Look, we're going into a game against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, in my humble opinion, it is the val- it is the battle for the Mississippi Basin. Uh, Allegheny, Monongahela, Ohio, all flow through, exit in New Orleans. Um, Orleans. I think it is a big battle for... You know, in reality, the soul of America, heartland. Um, Want to hear your thoughts on, on that take and, you know, anything else with the game is going forward. Thank you. No pressure, Steelers. The soul of America is at stake. The Mississippi Basin. I'll tell you what, I like that because, I don't know, it sort of builds excitement. Yeah, not a natural rivalry. Between us and the Saints. Black and gold teams. Yeah. They screwed us the last time we played them, whatever, four years ago with the Joe Hayden pass interference call that was absolute trash. Right. I just remember I cursed loudly in front of my fiance's aunts during that. Yeah, they owe you. You're still paying for that one. I think they understood it. Mm. But it it made me look unhinged. Which he's not. I'm not. I'm he's a regular fine. regular guy. Look at him. Look, it was a ridiculous call that never should have been made. You're right. And it's on me because I stood up and Chad. spilled beer everywhere. We suck against the Saints. Is that true? I don't think we've, in my research, scrolling Twitter, Yeah. someone said we haven't beaten the Saints since 2006. Really? Which I would believe... Hmm. Yeah, we don't get to play them a lot, so I'm excited. I think it'll be a good opportunity, maybe um, beat a team that you don't, or lose to a team that (laughs) you don't have, like, 
personal anguish associated with, you know, just a game yeah, what between you... two teams, one of which you are rooting for. There's no, like, insult to injury. Right. All right. Uh, we've meandered here too long. Big announcement. We got a new name. We've been doing this untitled thing right. forever. It's yeah. been frustrating. It's not working. So our new name, Bet Rivers Brass, and uh, and John and I took a meeting, and we came up with the Sex Guys. The Sex Guys. It's the Sex Guys. That's us now, John. We're the Sex Guys. Because why not? I'm gonna lose another button on this little. <laughs> Little number Hen- Henley shirt I have. Is this a Henley shirt? It looks like the top know. half of Long John's. Right. Why is that? Ladies, top half of Long John's, Porky Pig in it, <laughs> and some Long John's. <laughs> I tell I you, be. we've had a lot of, you may have noticed the salacious conversation earlier, Garrett Jones, yep. Latang, which went on for far too long. Well, it wasn't by accident. Yep. Bet Rivers is like, listen. We know it sells. We want to bring in listeners. There's a lot of we're going to do it, fellas. Sex it up. Yeah. They, they want more sex. And we are happy to oblige. I'm going to cut weight. I want to look good for you, the listener. I'm going to be an afternoon strip club guy, right? Yeah, you're there for the buffet. Yeah. And the I'm, I'm there to eat. Yeah. Hold on. What? Uh, it's Bet Rivers. It looks like our time as the sex guys has come to an end. What? Uh, trying to censor us? They what, say, is, what is the problem? They say here uh, that the new name makes no sense and is inappropriate. They okay. go on to say um, Wait to hear this. there was not a meeting. We never had a meeting. And look, you want to split hairs about details? Be my guest. There was no meeting. Okay. You got us. Okay. You can't be the sex guys. It's supposed to be about sports. Sports and sex are together. Sports and sex are like sex. It's life. You know, you have to have the sex with the sports. That's why you watch, right? Sort of lost me there at the end there. Sex with sports. It's all together. Right. Well, I guess... I don't know. All right, so we're not the sex guys, but... We are still seeking a name. If you have a suggestion, please comment below. Uh, the other ways to comment and contact us, untitledpittsburgh at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. Or, as always, hit the hotline, 412-DO-TOES-5. Tell us what our new name should be. Please. Because we desperately want to hear it. Mm. I just want to touch on this very briefly, John. The Colts fired Frank Reich, their coach, and the guy that they brought in is, at present, before he became the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, was a losing high school football coach. That man is Jeff Saturday. Mm. I texted, I have like two friends who are Colts fans, mm. and I texted one of them like, hey, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, what What is happening? Here's what he sent me. Imagine a Ted Lasso situation without any of the charm or whimsy. Really, we're just inventing new ways to creatively tank now. I sort of love it. It's like performance art. Jim Irsay saw the Colts hire Reggie Wayne, and everyone loves him. Receiver core has been sweet. So he's like, f*** it. Call Jeff. I guess that's a great way to describe it as a Ted Lasso situation. Yeah, that's on point. 
and Jeff Saturday played there for a long time and got yelled at by Peyton Manning a lot. I like it. I saw that video on Twitter where he's like giving it to him a little bit, like, we need to run the ball. Mm -hmm. If he can just yell that in the faces of his Colts players, instant success. Yeah. But what if, what if they turn it around? What if they, what if they go on a crazy winning streak? That is, that's like why the Colts are a must watch team, right? Like there, you have to be following them. Like, because it's either going to go really poorly, mm-hmm. like really comically poorly, and Jeff Saturday will expose himself as being way out of his depth, or <laughs> it works really well. What if they win out? They make the playoffs. There's a lot of pressure on Jim Irsay to keep him as the head coach. Mm. I don't know. He was a center, right? So centers are like the quarterbacks of the O-line. I guess. Probably a cerebral guy. Seems like a made-up name, though, Jeff Saturday, doesn't it? Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. Matt Canada. What's going on here? We'll see how it goes. Jeff Saturday did lose, like, 120 pounds. He looks good. He looks kind of like Russell Crowe. And he will have his revenge in this cult season or... Or no cult no season. No cult season. It's now or never for Jeff Saturday. In the field, he's, like, on the, he's, like, on the, he's like on the stretcher thing that's moving, that shot. We're talking about Gladiator, by the way. It's Gladiator, folks. Yeah. Until next week, we'll be back with more ham-fisted references. The Steelers, on Sunday, they're going to prove that they are the original black and gold team. We're going to win the battle for the Mississippi Basin. Mm. Come Monday morning, we dump all our garbage in the river, and as that caller said, it will just it will simply end up there. Hell yeah. No way it could backfire. It's the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.